welcome to episode 97 of the Geeks for the Win podcast, the podcast covering all things geeky. I am your host, William, and I'm joined with my co-host, Stuart. A.K.A. Cashier. And we are again joined with Fadios this week. Um, apparently, A.K.A. Jason. I don't know, is that backwards? I think so. Well, yeah, I, but. I, I, I don't want to just give out people's also names. Also known as? Yeah. Oh. If they don't want to or not. So. More commonly known as Jason. Okay, since Jason. there's other then. Jasons in this world. Yes, Jason yeah. known as Fadios, <laughs> not known as Golf Rat. Call like, me both. Like, like uh, <laughs> happened yeah. right before this intro. Exactly. Because I guess you two get mixed up for some reason. Apparently, since we sound nothing alike, look nothing alike. Because <laughs> they sure alike. sound alike, yeah. <laughs> Play different games, have different interests, and live nowhere near each other. <laughs> Not even on the same show. <laughs> nope, not anymore. Alrighty, and again this week we have um, uh, Larry from Prove Your Point. What's going on, y'all? And in my defense, I will say that both Jasons were on a show with me before. They were on a podcast with me before, so when I see Jason, it takes me a while to disassociate, you know, to associate the right, the correct Jason. No, no, no. When you see Jason, you pick that one. I see how it is. <laughs> no, it's I not. See how it is. <laughs> I see how it is. He's the real Jason in your heart. I'm just the other Jason. Man. Whatever. Okay, Lasberry. God, all uh, hearing Jason so many times is making giving me bad flashbacks of heavy rain. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> and you know Friday the Thirteenth. Jason, you know, you know that couldn't have been. That couldn't. Have been, I'm just gonna say this real quick. It couldn't have been. That could not have been a black family looking for Jason, because they would have yelled <laughs> Jason about two times, and the third time like Jason, and then it would have just devolved into just like a, a, a one word you could understand, and then after that a whole lot of mumbles. Get your, and that's what it would have been. And then it would have been no more Jason. <laughs> they would have got on the intercom. Get your, that'd have been done. They, Jason would have came running. Uh, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, I guess. Uh, let's see. Uh, Larry, do you got anything you wanted to talk about this week? Any topics? Um, man, I am. I am just. Uh, I'm just. I'm just happy to be here. Um, I'm here to talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. Um. Y'all, y'all got some stuff on the list that I'm I'm excited about. So, uh, oh, um, one thing real quick: Spider Man is a menace, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> oh. one of the few times you're right. <laughs> that's twice in like ten minutes. And uh, you know, you're getting better. You are getting. Oh <laughs> uh, wow! Alrighty, uh, I guess uh, Jason, what do you want to talk about? Me or golf rat? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll see. see. <laughs> Well, if you want the Jason that knows what he's talking about, you might want to call Golf Rat on here. Just <laughs> yeah, because Modern Warfare 2 is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> Anyways, How much did he spend uh, on that game? Like, he uh, paid uh, 115 bucks. <laughs> yeah, because I had to I ship it. I thought it was 150 The shipping was like $45, <laughs> and the game was like, you know, 60. it was 65 bucks, whatever. Right. But, yeah. Oh. He, he was going to pay more. Like, at one point, it was going to be like overnight Saturday delivery. It was going to be like ninety bucks just for shipping, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll pay it." I'm like, "No, you won't. I'll figure out something else." And then I ended up squeezing it into an envelope and getting it. Anyways, long story, <laughs> three three year old story, but whatever. It's still funny. <laughs> yeah. 
So what was I doing before we went off on this little random tirade? Uh, Any topics you want to talk about this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to ask Lasberry something. Um, yes, sir. Have you been Have you been watching Korra? I am two episodes behind because I can't watch it with my I I, I couldn't organize it with my boys to watch it yet. But yes, I love that show. It's okay. Fantastic. All right. Well, then I'll but I'll leave it I'll leave it at that because you know I just watched the season finale, and uh, that's right. I'm just I'm just that saying happened. I'm just gonna yeah you haven't seen it either then obviously. I'm just gonna say no, I, this. I'm also two two, uh, two episodes behind. Okay, I'm not I'm not gonna say anything about the show. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that show deserves um, applause every time I watch it. Just like the slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you know, because I mean that honestly, like this Nickelodeon cartoon, which uh-huh. I, you know is is better than most television that's on right now. Like the story and like the deep deep characters that they get on the show and the ability to create this new world that has the history of the old show, but has a whole new personality. Yeah. Uh, these guys are good, man. These guys are yeah. good. I know we've talked about it a little bit and I know, uh, Williams, uh, out of the loop on this one. He's, uh, he's over there and confused. Just like we talk about mass effect. <laughs> uh, he's got no idea what we're talking about, but, uh, but man, this, this, uh, this show, man, I, I watch it. I, you know, I have no. This is what I love about the show. I have absolutely no idea what season two is going to be. No idea in the world. Right. Uh-uh. You, you, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Um. I want to tell you my 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 postulate. I want to tell you my postulate. I want to tell you what I think is going to happen. You know, I was Don't wondering. Con- I was wondering what your postulate was going to be. So I'm glad. <laughs> <I was discussing. laughs> Do me a favor and neither confirm nor deny this. But here's what I think is going to happen. She's going to run up on old boy who keeps uh, taking all the Bender's powers, and she's going to bite off more than she can chew. And instead of her knowing uh, three of the four and trying to learn wind, she's going to learn none. And that's where you're going to get your season two from. Then guess what? She's going to have to learn how to bend all over again. So I think that's what's going to happen. That's just my speculation. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Well, here's what I think we should do. I mean, you should get those things caught up. We should go get Scarfinger and a couple other people. Put together mm-hmm. a spoiler cast of Korra season one. Yeah, yeah. Have definitely, because, and yes. we'll 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 host it on 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 our feed as as long as it's not next week. I'm in because <laughs> Stewart <laughs> loves that show. He loves. It. I love that show too. Oh, I do. That is an excellent. I'm a huge fan of the original Avatar as well. Like I watched that entire. I watched all four books, and that is a fabulous. Now, do show. I have to? And this, would I have to watch? Sorry for interrupting. Would I have to watch at the first Avatar show to watch this one? No. No. Okay. Then maybe by then I can catch up on this. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, yeah. my favorite character I don't even think comes in until late at least second season somewhere. The uh, firebender? The firebender? No, no, no. Prince? The uh the earth Toph? the blind the blind yeah, yeah, Toph. Toph. Yeah, she's hey, my know, favorite you know, hands see, down. You know who my favorite was? See, here, it was the firebending uncle. It was the uncle. Man, that dude was Oh cold. yeah. Oh, oh I, I, I love him. Was, oh yeah. Cold. Man, that dude. Could you know fight. what? Like he was cold, but then like I mean, he had he had some. I don't know. He had some some really cool dialogue, some really cool moments where he came out just right. Yeah, he did, man. I mean that. Like just thinking about him now, like ooh, I need I need to put that back in my queue or something. I need to get it again or something, man. It's, it's amazing, dude. It's amazing. Yep. See, and they have they have one of the best like pre series finales. There's like I think it's the one episode before like the the final battle and the meteor and the whole thing. Where they had like the 
um, the little stage performance that was kind of like a remembering of the of the seasons. Oh yeah. Like, oh yes. Like a different point of view. I'm like uh, that show right there didn't need to exist, and the show would be perfectly fine. But just watching that episode, it brought up all the memories. But then it showed like the skewed point of view and all that stuff. I mean, that was just a really well made show and a great way to to wrap up and get you back to, you know, just kind of wrap everything up before the end. But yeah, was and here's the here's fantastic. the really funny part about that uh, about about that episode. At the end, Suko is uh, is walking out, and he he says. The story was not great, but the special effects were good. And that was that was the same review for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's funny. <laughs> Accurate too. Hmm. Yeah. I really hope that they just redo all the movies like in five years from now. Just start over. Actually, do it correctly. Speaking of Zuko, we haven't really heard much about him. Like, we know that he helped create the city, but mm-hmm. past that, nothing. Okay, so unless you guys want to have this conversation, which you don't, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Before okay. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so is is that it, Jason? Uh, are we still on my topics? Yeah. I forgot. Um. I'm going to withhold my final topic till later. Okay, gotcha. That's a new rule I just made up on your show. <laughs> well, you you can do whatever you want. I mean, it, we just wanted guests to go first, just because. Uh, I've noticed. I enjoy that. Yeah, we just we we just want them to be able to have the have the uh, spotlight first, and but if if you want to, it's your choice. We just want to. Yeah, I want to withhold it because it's going to be really good. I think the listeners will enjoy. Waiting until the moment it's revealed. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Um, Stewart. Yeah. Um, from from my, my stuff. Um, there were, there was a bunch of uh, Team Fourteen Fortress Two stuff that kind of came out today, um, or kind of th- this week, really. Um, apparently, Valve is teaming up with uh, Adult Swim. And right now, if you go to um, the uh, the Adult Swim site, you can uh, get a code to get a robot chicken hat for Team, for team uh, Fortress 2. And they also said that uh, this is not the last you'll hear from Adult Swim and Valve. Stay tuned. Mm. So a lot of people are saying Team Fortress 2 TV show. Which I would be totally in for, because if you if you watch the the Meet the series, which is Valve's kind of uh, introduction to each class, which the Pyro, which is, was the last one that came, finally came out today, and it's hilarious because they basically talk about like uh, Pyro's a freak, man. That's, that, that dude's crazy. And then it shows kind of what he sees. It's all rainbows and sunshines, and he's just skipping around, blowing, blowing bubbles. But he's actually blowing fire, and it, oh, <laughs> it's it's hilarious. And and the the enemies are actually ba- babies that are just flying around. Oh, hmm. Well, I know Team Fortress Two is very, very, very popular. Everyone seems to love that. I mean, it is it is my second most most played game. 
And the fact that it's free on Steam doesn't really hurt it much, either. So yeah, I, I, I and it, it just seemed I I think it would be a humorous show too. I, I just from playing Team Fortress Two and seeing the somewhat humor that's on on the actual in in the actual game. If they actually took that and turned oh. it into a TV show. Yeah, you you guys really need need to see the the meet the series, Freeage class. They're they're great, absolutely hilarious. I'll definitely have to check like for the, check that out for the for the for the spy one. The spy talks about doing the scout the scout's mom. Kind of <laughs> he gets all mad. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like videos. <laughs> I never talk about doing your mom. Talking about I keep that person. <laughs> Oh, I knew that was coming. (laughs) Alrighty. Um, So I guess, is is that it for you, Stuart? Uh, No. Um, The patch for The Old Republic came out yesterday, patch 1.3, which added a bunch of stuff that was definitely needed. Okay, like what? Like a group finder. A group finder. Oh yeah, that that, that. which I have I haven't te- I haven't te- tested that out yet. But if it works the way it it does on and Wow, they're they're they've got got it. Yeah, I, I remember that and big so, feature that would make things a lot yeah, easier to a lot of people wanted a lot easier. Yes, and um, they also added a high setting for uh, people with good uh, computers like myself. I set it to very high. Pulling down a hundred frames a second, hundred five wow. plus. Wow, that's what a two thousand dollar PC will get you. <laughs> it better. <laughs> just wait. Just wow. wait till. Just wait till your electric bill comes in, though, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, my my computer's on all the time anyway. Yeah. Well, I guess that'll be good for the winter. You won't need you won't need heat because I'm sure that thing will produce enough heat for you. To stay warm. No, dude, this, this this thing has so many freaking fans on it that I, I'm actually put, putting my, putting my hand over one of the vents right now, and it's cold air coming out. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I've seen the pictures. The pictures you've posted. I, I think uh, you posted like a, one on Twitter, but you posted a couple on Google Plus. I think. Yeah, that was that was from my old from my old uh, computer. Yeah. Or are you talking about of of the computer itself? Of your new one, the because it was it was huge. Yes. It yes. was like it looked like feet tall. Wow! It, it oh. is. It's it's three feet tall. It is, it is almost even with with my desk, maybe a foot lower. That's, That's ridiculous, man! Wow. How many bays do you have in that thing? <laughs> like eight? Oh, I I haven't actually counted. That's something uh, that's like that, yeah. Wonder. I just want like it's a it's it's a ridiculous not number. Man, that's ridiculous, man. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. <laughs> so is, is that it, Stuart? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Battlefield Three as well. I'm I'm actually getting positive at the at the end of matches, so I'm I'm getting better. Well, that's good. Nicely done. Did you want to tell us like what 
exact um, video card you had, <laughs> the serial number on it, uh, what color so each wrong. of the little chips are, and That's the so names wrong. of the little Chinese kids who built it. <laughs> see, see, this podcast is a podcast for geeking out, and I do that, and I get made fun of. Wait a minute. <laughs> um, yeah. Welcome to the world. Welcome to having Fadios on the show, Stuart. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, you guys were making fun of him long before I uh, came on the show. That's true. That's true. And he deserved it. But just be, just be glad Stuart Harold's not here, because then that would be like probably twice as worse. See, what, what I was trying to do, but you guys kept interrupting me, is I would tell you the specs and then try to lame it to dumb it down for you guys, but then you guys wouldn't have anything to do with it. So, Oh, it was... Well, I understand with Ace Black on the show why you wanted to dumb it down. Yeah. I mean, that oh, makes yes. Sense. Can't let you talk about Ace like that, man. Oh, that's your boy. <laughs> that's my dog, man. Uh, but, yeah, just, just just teasing with you, Stuart. But, so, is is that it? That it for... That's been it. Alrighty, I guess for me, I just really just want to talk about um, uh, Google I.O. just happened, and it's been rumored that uh, Asus was going to make the Nexus tablet, and the big hubbub was it was going to be the same price as like the Kindle Fire, the 199 range, and that came out, and it's, it's, it's pretty big. I, I think it's a... It's, it's a pretty big uh, announcement, and it's going to be definitely definitely going to be a game changer. Um, it oh, was someone going to say something. Yeah, I I, I was going to let you go ahead and finish. I'm going to let you go ahead and finish. Oh, I was just going. I won't be Kanye West. Tonight. I was just. <laughs> I was just going to go over <laughs> some of the specs real quick. Um, uh, it's seven inch screen. It's going to have the newest version of Android that they announced, Jelly Bean, which is going to be 4.1. Um, it's going to be going to be 1280 by 800, um, the, the display, 1.2 megapixel front-facing camera. It's going to have uh, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. Now, what's the, what's the, serial, the serial number and model number on that, uh, on that camera there? Oh, yeah. Just, just kind of curious. Well, megapixel <laughs> is like the, the the very a very simple description of an actual camera, Stuart. Just just so you know, <laughs> I could uh, could go all in into it, but you know, I mean, one point. Actually, you know what? It actually does mean nothing to me because I had the bigger the number, the better. That's that's all I yeah. got. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not one point two megapixel. That just basically means it's like a web camera, basically. I mean, and that's all it really. It, I mean, there's no rear-facing camera. It's just a front-facing camera for like video chats and stuff like that. So it basically is just, you know, it's a web camera, basically. Um, NFC, which that I still haven't seen really anything huge with NFC lately, and I'm kind of curious how NFC is going to be used on a tablet. I just don't really understand but uh bluetooth which that that's a big deal because you can there's bluetooth accessories out there i figured bluetooth they weren't going to have bluetooth because uh to to you know to cut the cost of it but well i mean older bluetooth technology because you know uh what are we at now 3.0 or 4.0 i think it's 3.0 
I mean, you you can you can get a two point or two point one and still be fine. And uh, yeah, it's older, more affordable, and uh, you know, especially with the the Tegra three chip in there, and if it has any uh, appreciable amount of RAM, I'm thinking you know, syncing a PlayStation three controller to that bad boy, going to town. Oh, definitely. Bastard. I mean, that's what I mean. That's what um, that's why GameFi or not GameFi, GameStop is selling Android tablets, and they have the Bluetooth controllers because not only do you have all these games, but OnLive is actually on the the you know there's actually a an app for uh, to to play OnLive games on it, so you can play full fledged games on the tablet if you have a controller. So, I, I mean, um, let's see. It's going to have the NVIDIA Tegra 3 quad-core chip, which is, you know, pretty much the newest, one of the newest chips out there. And we all know NVIDIA's, you know, the graphics company, so it, this, the graphics are going to be pretty amazing on this. The big thing is, for me, it, the, the, big, the big surprise is it says nine hours of battery life while watching HD video. So yeah. that me that I mean just they just give that example of watching HD video for nine hours because that that takes a lot of you know that takes a lot of juice to to play back HD video and so that means the battery's going to be huge because that's that's one you know all these devices all these smart devices we have the biggest the all it seems like the biggest complaint is seems to be the battery I think. At least that seems to be the, the the issue I always come across is I it just seems like they never last enough long enough. Yeah, yeah. And it's I think it's good to see that battery technology is actually you know is actually starting to improve. So, uh, let's see. It says it has a 12 core GPU. I'm looking on Talk Android. It says 12 core GPU. I'm not necessarily sure what all that implies but I, I don't know right that seems crazy um maybe they're gonna try to stream the different processes on the gpu like different parts of video processing on different uh different cores kind of like the they do on the ps3 but I, again i don't know i don't know how successful that would be since the cell was what a six cell processor six core whatever uh, i don't know exactly I don't know exactly. You mean the how PS3? The PS3 yeah, yeah. was uh, eight say? eight cores, eight, seven yeah. working. But yeah, well, yeah, because they had one. I thought they had two redundant. Uh, one was none, redundant. And, and and but but still, like that's how they did it. They streamed certain things to each one. So I mean, maybe that'll maybe that'll help them do that if they have twelve cores in there. So yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. And, we'll see. I, I'm just wondering. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm guessing all. it's gonna have a gig of RAM. I mean, that seems to be the default for all the new devices coming out. It really doesn't say anything about the memory, which I'm kind of shocked. But, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm sure it's going to have a gig of RAM. But 199 for the 8-gig version and 249 for the 16-gig version doesn't have a SD card. but And it also comes with a $25 credit to the Google Store, comes preloaded with... Transformers, Dark of the Moon, The Born Domination Book, issues of magazines like Popular Science, Food Network, and a couple others, and it's supposed to ship mid next so, month. So, so can I can I pose a question then? Go ahead. What do you, <laughs> what type of advantageous 
or disadvantageous position is Microsoft in with the Surface tablet now? Because now they've seen what the new iPad is doing. They've seen what the Kindle Fire is doing. They're seeing what this Google Nexus 7 is doing. And and they just announced their stuff, and people are really excited about the possibilities. And now... Now everyone else's price is out. Everyone else's release date is there. You know, you know. Microsoft what? release price? No, no, no. I'm talking about okay, everyone yeah, except Microsoft. Yeah. Like, what what position are they in? Are they in a good position now? Now that they can see the rest of the market and show their hand, are they in a bad position because they won't be able to to compete on price? I think they're in a bad position. Like I said last week, I think their their mobile version of the Surface that has you know the the mobile processor and all that stuff. The, I think it's Qualcomm or no the ARM processor. I think that that one yeah. may be like the top end one as ARM. I thought the top end yeah. was okay, but the the, the low end one I, I think maybe like three hundred, maybe three fifty. I, I really think it'll be two ninety nine. But again, you're not really getting that good of an. Ex- you're just getting a window. You know, basically a step up from Windows Seven tablet. You know, or Windows Phone 7 tablet type, you know, you're not going to be able to, with the the lower end, you're not going to be able to use full-on computer, pro, you know, full-on Windows programs like you would with the higher-based one, because it's, you know, it's a lower end, it's not the full experience. And Well, well, people really have not had hands-on with it, with it. so... Like they were, they were just kind of showing it and saying, "Kind of don't touch." Yeah, but I think the big thing with the Windows 8 tablet, the Surface tablet, will be the high-end one where you can actually, you you can use it like like a regular, you know, you can use it like a tablet, but you can also like you know, uh, prop it up and like a, you know, prop it up and connect a keyboard to it or whatnot and use it like a full-fledged computer. I think that's their biggest appeal to that. And I think we lost Larry. Yeah. Okay. For a second, I was like, I, I stopped because I was, I saw that, and I was like, wait, <laughs> did I drop? And I was just waiting, and it, uh, yeah. So, uh, let's see if it connects him back. Did you say see if it connects him black? <laughs> I mean, you guys can be geeks, but let's let's be cool, all right? I mean, come on. Oh, come on! It's not even like that. I don't. I don't think it's funny, guys. I mean, you know, whatever. Let's see how it is. Uh, this is open forum radio and open forum network, all right? Open, not closed off, closed-minded. Uh, Disappointed. I, 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 you must have, you must have, I don't know, hallucinated and heard an L sound, but I said back, just so you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll edit it so that it says back also. Yeah, I, yeah I'm I so great. Tricks. I can, t- I can take the L <laughs> sound out of a word. Yeah. You can just re-record yourself. You just said back right now. You can just take that, crop it in there. See, and everyone listening is like, oh, Fadio's being silly. I think I know what happened. <laughs> I think we all know the truth. <sighs> <laughs> All I have to do is create a seat of doubt, and I win. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, what was the last thing you heard, Larry? Uh, um, I, I think you were sitting in a bad position, and then it just—it it just my computer's oh, just real, real quick. I need another uh, one. The yeah. the lower end, basically, you know, you're not going to be able to use it like the the higher end, where you can. 
prop it up, you know, I guess in a right. case and have it has like a kickstand or something, prop it up, use it like a monitor, um, have a keyboard and mouse attached to it and use it as a full-fledged computer. I think that's the biggest appeal to the um, to the Surface. At least that's the biggest appeal I, that, you know, for me anyways, is that it's not only just a tablet, but you can you can use it as a standalone computer. But that the high end one's going to be not, pretty not pricey. really for for people like for people like us, but for like 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 business people that really appeals to them. Yeah, and also the business. And market. also, I don't think they I just don't think they have enough apps really for for the, the lower end one to really be that appealing. For the yeah, I agree completely. Look for for the average consumer uh microsoft app stores is, is is insufficient let's just call it what it is it's insufficient, insufficient. it is nowhere near it is I nowhere near it yeah I, I appreciate that <laughs> it is it, it is nowhere near apple's level and android is even nowhere near apple's level and android has microsoft uh microsoft's apps by miles so uh, i mean it's just it, it it's a shame like for the consumers that want to go to it for the apps, that's not going to be the reason they're going to go there. I think they're going to go there because they need something that's cool and they need something that they can kind of be productive on. They can do some other stuff on. And with the Windows Office Suite and stuff, I think you're going to get that. Yeah, but I mean, they were just, they just announced, I think, I don't know if it was a rumor or not, but Microsoft Office is coming to Android, I heard, pretty soon. And there's also all these other apps. All these other apps that are very similar to, I know I've got a couple Office, you know, Microsoft Office alternative apps from the Amazon App Store that were free for a day. So you know, all this is great, but when you look at the market, most people buying buying the tablets in the in the next three to five years are not going to be the tech savvy. It's going to be the casual market. Yeah, that's the people that are get, getting to it right now. So you look at those people, and what do they want? They want Netflix, and they want to be able to play videos, some video and they games, want cheap. and and they want and they, yeah, they want, and want cheap. a good price. Exactly. So you look at like just as like the the home market. The second thing they want is, which well, not it doesn't say in any specific order, but they want dependability, and they want to feel comfortable with their purchase. Do you feel comfortable buying? An Apple product, a Microsoft product, maybe even an Amazon product, probably a lot more than a, you know, once you, once you start getting to like Samsung and Google tablet, like that kind of start, like even Amazon's probably in that second tier or third tier. You start looking at like, you know, that Microsoft name carries a lot of weight because people have PCs in their house. Like I'm familiar with the product. I'm familiar with how it works. I mean, that, that is gold. That is, that is money right there just to have that. I mean, because even I'm like, well, I mean, I've heard some, the Samsung tablets are good, but I'm, I would be more hesitant to buy a Samsung Android tablet because the other thing is Android has made a bad name for itself in a lot of areas because they're open source the way they are. So many crappy phones. Probably, if you look at all the Android phones in the market, I would probably say maybe 20% of those phones are actually able to do a lot most of the stuff. A lot of the phones can't do half of what Android can do, and I, I think a lot of people in the casual realm or the, the the mom and dads, whatever, they have a bad taste in their mouth when it comes to Android. If if they bought 
they got the free Android phone or got the $50 Android phone and the thing freezes all the time, never works, they're always having problems. And even people with the higher end stuff, the Droid X and the, the Droid 2s, you know, after about a year, they they start having a lot of problems with it freezing up. They weren't able to. They no longer get the newer updates unless they want to go and root their phone. But you know, once again, for geeks, that's fine. But for more of the moderate users and the casual users, like they don't want to go through all that work just to have a phone that works. Their phone should always work. They should always get the newest updates if it's still a new phone. They've only had the phone in a year and they don't get the newest update. I mean, there's we'll a lot of people getting burned. We'll Pump your brakes, though, Fadios. Yeah, I got some, I got some oh, issues. I was about to say, I right I agree with I know you it, about here, those and, and, topics. And, and there are a couple, but but here here here's a, here's a couple of counters to the ones that you're saying. Um, number one, you don't have to always wait to to update your phone. You you can. It's just that you don't get it like the flagship products. But you, you, a lot of times the, the updates do come over the network, so you do get those. Secondly, I would much rather wait and get a free update than have to buy my phone again, hence the iPhone. You have to buy a new product anytime. you. The updates that they have to their phones are very, very nominal. The only – the most recent update has been the biggest update they've had to their phones in three generations – in two generations of the phone. So what I'm saying is that there are some things, but – Android is not bad at all. Like I said, my wife had a, had an iPhone, and I had my Android phone. And she, at the end of it, she hated her iPhone, and she loves her Android phone now. It, she has to relearn some things, but once she does, it's cool. She can get right back to listening to her podcast and things like that, and it's right it's right up her alley. So yeah, and uh, let me piggyback off that. You, I mean, this 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 tablet for a hundred and ninety nine dollars. This will be a, you know, Nexus tablet, which is the Nexus brand is the Google brand mostly for like, basically it comes down to the Nexus One was the first Nexus phone, and it was it it's the line of phones that developers use to develop on because um, Google automatically pushes out whenever a new you know a new version of their operating system comes out. A new version of Android, it comes on the Nexus devices like instantly because they have it set to to that. So you don't have to like if you had a Samsung tablet, you'd have to wait for Samsung to either create their version of Android that has their skin on it, you know, because each of these companies have skins. But this is plain pure vanilla Android. No, no, no. Okay. Th- that that's the big appeal. That's one of the big appeals I think with the, the this tablet. Anyways, well, but but here's my point. Uh, you just explained why that that tablet has a really good thing. Whatever, what it took you a couple sentences, maybe a minute, whatever. With Microsoft, you say, oh, it's it's a Microsoft tablet. It's Microsoft on a tablet, like, and that that's enough for people. A lot of people. Okay, so it's and, the, and, and it looks and works just stuff. like your uh, your yeah. desktop. Yeah, so I can run the same programs. If yeah, you have I can Windows eight, files. The same things, yeah. Well, right, but I'm, Windows Seven is going to be compatible with Windows Eight. I mean, XP is compatible with Windows Seven. I mean, a lot, a lot of Windows stuff is just compatible from Windows to Windows. Yeah, but I'm so they're going to be able to the files and and you know all their you know everything's they're going to have the same similar way of organizing their pictures on there, and it's going to be a lot of familiarity. Actually, Windows Eight that, has really stepped up, and they've changed a lot of stuff as far as like. Arrange your media and stuff like that. They really have. I've I've tested out the but, consumer preview and it. 
okay, but going from Windows 7 to Windows 8 tablet, or going from Windows 7 to an Android, I mean, that's like, I'm talking about, I'm, that's why I'm comparing those steps. Like, going to 8 is like, there's minor changes, there's some, some new things, and you're going to learn a couple new things, but the basic ideas you understand. Going to an Android, that's a big step. And that's, and now you're also, you, you know, if you already have a bad taste in your mouth with Android, which, you know, I, I like Android and I like Apple, and I think they're both good at what they do. Apple limits what, what you can do, but what you can, the stuff that it gives you works perfectly. Android opens up the world to you, but also opens up all the po- the, the possible problems also at the same, at the same time. And I think that's great. I think they have two different products for two different people. But as far as casual people, I, I don't I don't see... I, I don't think that the way Android does what they do ever being able to dominate, but I see Microsoft coming in and I think Microsoft can compete with Apple right away. And I, I think they could even pass up Android in some of those areas well, like the tablet market. Well, well, here's, 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 here's a, here's a stunning fact. Uh, the last year, the last two years for new devices activated, Android phones have outsold uh, iOS. One million activations every day. I yeah, absolutely so, believe that, but how many renewals? That's what's going to be the question. Well, and are there renewals the because people want to, or because I mean, that's the, you can get an Android phone for. I might, I got my wife a a phone through Sprint for zero dollars. Mm-hmm. Free phone. It was an Android phone. That you can't compare that to a two hundred dollar phone. That and you also there's a lot of hidden costs with the iPhones, which I won't get into. You can't compare those. Yeah, that's apples and oranges. This oh, point. I agree with that. Plus, yeah, but, Android but has. But, but here, here's the assumption: like you have, you also. I mean, if you're going to say that, then there's there's also the flip side of that. There are forty nine dollar iPhone three GSs, and there are hundred dollar iPhone fours. Like you also have to compare that to that pricing structure as well. There are similarities that make them both available and subsidize, um, subsidize uh, market models that make them available to the public. However. All the all the all the lower end free phones, uh, Android phones are not bad, and there are actually some that are, are really stinking awesome. But I'm 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 gonna ask you: Have you tried a Samsung Galaxy phone? If you haven't it's tried amazing. a Samsung Galaxy phone, I have the Galaxy you, S2. You don't know Android. I, really my do. my buddy my buddy has one, and I've seen it, and I play with it. I think it's a beautiful phone, and that's why I say I don't have a I don't think that Android is bad. But any sort, I think Android can be the Android software put on the right hardware. And, and taken care of correctly can be can be really really it's good. It's just those cheap However, phones. Yes, I agree with you there. Right. I mean, if you oh no, I know I know yeah. you do, and I'm saying like, but you take a hundred phones and five of them work the way that they should, and the other ninety five. Speaking of speaking of phones, there goes R two D two. But I just I it's a lot, and my and my point of this is not android good or bad i think android is good and you just you have to be very careful which phone you buy and all that however there's a lot of people and i think over the next few years with how many of these android phones are going out and how many crappy androids are going out a lot of people are gonna get a bad taste in their mouth and with consumers and marketing and blue i mean you know more than anybody when someone gets a bad taste in their mouth has a bad first impression it's hard to get that customer back a lot of times and even they go, oh, it's right. a, oh, it's an Android tablet. Mm, I think maybe I'll go with Microsoft. I know my my, you know, I know that better. Or I might go with Apple. Or I might go. They go any other direction if they have that bad taste. And I think that's what I'm actually worried about. Android actually shooting themselves in the foot by allowing. Uh, and I know I know Williams 100 percent with me that they shouldn't be putting them on all these crappy phones. Right. But 
Right. I, I think too. they're going to, in the too. next couple they, they years, to, they're going to tighten it down and they're going to say. Yeah, they need universal specs. Yeah. I mean, straight up. The minimum, like a gigahertz processor. requirements. Minimum, you know. They, 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 I, yeah, they definitely yes. need that. Yes, they do. They, they really do. They definitely need that. Because. Yeah, I just watched, I watched uh, JVB had a, uh, it was a Google, or no, it was a Samsung Galaxy S, S3. I think, and then a Galaxy, uh-huh. or then what was the other uh, one? It was Note? like the, it was the bigger one. The Galaxy Note. The Note. Yeah. And he's looking at memory, and he's like, well, this one's got two gigs. I pull mine up, because I, and my phone's two years old. Yeah, I'm the, you know, it's a two-year-old Android. I have 161 megabytes. Wow. That's how much RAM I have on this phone. Wow. So, yeah. And like I said, it's like right now it's up for renewal. So in two years, this was the best one I could actually. Technically, this is an upgrade. The best one I could get with a keyboard two years ago, I had to actually have replaced because I had to replace it five times, and eventually they gave me another one, uh, an upgraded one, which is this one, which is actually less than two years old, and 161. I mean, that's what. what and this is one of the better phones that was that before. This was right before the Evo came out, and all those phones came out. But this is, was one of the better phones at that what time. What is it? So, I mean, let's – well, this one's a Samsung Transform or something. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, the Moment was the only keyboard one that they offered, you know, about two and a half years ago. It was two years ago, April, when I bought it. It was the only keyboard one. It was supposed to be the, one of the fastest processors at that time in 2010. It came out in December 2009. But, um, but I mean, you see my point. Like, yeah. Yeah, an iPhone 3GS would not be as outdated as this Android in my hand. Not necessarily, Actually, I, I yeah, because with yeah. an iPhone 3GS, you yeah. can't really use any of the. I mean, you know, you, you see the, all these commercials. You see the commercial of that creepy guy on his in sitting there talking to Siri. Uh, those that I don't know if y'all know well, could, that yeah, that commercial is so creepy. Siri. But you can't you can't even use Siri with even the iPhone 4. I mean, it's iPhone 4s specific right. and. and, and that's one. That's which there's, there's, Siri. That's, Siri is a piece of shit phone. anyway. Well, yeah. Whole side <laughs> but that like that came with the 4s and doesn't have any. But that's what Larry was talking about. You have to buy a new phone to get the update, basically. Right. right. That's what I'm talking about. That, that, like that's my point. But and they uh, come up with one phone a year. Here's the thing with with iPhones and and once once again, I love Android, but. Since you guys are pushing so hard to the left, I gotta snap back to the I'm, right. I agree here. with you about Android's uh, <laughs> bad sides. There are a no, no, lot but, of bad but, things about Android. The f- but here's the thing about iPhones. iPhones, they have a, a new one comes out every year, right? So you can get every other update on a regular, a regular two-year contract. You get the four. Well, I didn't get the four S. Well, then I get the five, and then I don't get the five S. I get the six, and wherever you go in, you just get every other. And the updates are minor enough where you're not missing anything. If I buy an Android, there might be, in two years, there might be six other galaxies that came out. And just that class of phone, there might have been multiple ones. I mean, who knows how many? I mean, I'm not saying Galaxy can have six phones every two years. But I'm saying, like, like the Droid and then the Droid X and then the Droid 2 and the Droid X2. Well, the Droid, like, yeah. All those have come out in, the, in, in a short period of time. Well, you know, it's like it, so. It's not as with iPhone. I know what I'm getting into, and I know that okay, next year I'm gonna have to skip that one, and then the year after that. And that's what Apple gives you. Apple gives you consistency. You know the the text of the like the actual phone of a 3GS. If you had that right now, you were still using that today. Or actually, technically, it would be a, an iPhone 4. If you had an iPhone 4, you bought two years ago, 
And right now, everyone's hoping the iPhone 5 comes out, everyone that's Apple camp. Your iPhone 4 does everything except for Siri and a couple minor adjustments, uh, minor, minor upgrades that the 4S had. But you can play all the games. You can download all the apps. The phone works perfectly fine. Your iPod works perfectly fine. And you know you have all, all that. And there's only, like, the one phone ahead of yours that you're not using. Like, that's that's it. With Android, it's just always this gamble. Like, well, maybe if I get the Droid 2X and I get that one, like, oh, well, the Droid 2X isn't going to have this thing. The Galaxy is going to get it a you know, three months earlier, and then I got to yeah, – it's just so much chaos. It's the same thing with Apple, though. I mean, but here's the thing. If you do your research and you know exactly what you want, you can find what you want with Android. The difference is is that they actually – when they when, – when, 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 when Google or Android issued – when Android issues another OS update, like that significantly makes a change, but you don't have to reinvest in hardware again because it's going to make your hardware more capable. So – uh, I mean, what you're suggesting is just like every other year. That's the basic, that's the basic two-year contract model. I mean, and that's that's what that's what everyone does. But no, you've made some great points about Android, and I I agree with you on most of those points. But Apple is not without its flaws either. And my wife, who does have an iPhone three three uh, GS, which she just switched up off of in January because I got her an Android phone for her birthday. It was obsolete. It wouldn't function. It wouldn't load. It wouldn't download the new update via iTunes that we kept updating on the computer it wouldn't do that she called apple they wouldn't help her so like the like some people have certain experiences the ones we had like you were saying it can cloud you i'm done with apple never ever again so i only have itunes like, for the podcast that's, how it is. that's it <laughs> <laughs> well just to check the reviews <laughs> itunes is a piece of shit yeah <laughs> on on, on that, a PC, that, that is another Apple Apple especially, product, especially on a PC. But um, no, I don't. I don't like the way they handle their music and all their. I, no, I I am with you. There's a lot of things about Apple I don't like. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying with with Apple is like this is a horribly stupid analogy. It's kind of like a PPO insurance. They're gonna give you what you they're gonna give you. They tell you up front, and that's it. It costs a little more money, and it's straight up with. And the Android's kind of like an HMO insurance where you gotta kind of like fight with it, and you gotta you gotta mess with it a little bit more. And eventually, you can get more out of that one if you work it, but you gotta work it sometimes. You gotta do research. You gotta figure out exactly what you're looking for, exactly which one's gonna have what upgrade. And then there's a little bit of a gamble once you buy it. Yeah, and I mean, just the the thing I like about Android, which uh, I will say. The biggest thing I hate about Android is the fact that it's you're able to put it on these crappy phones that are free that people buy and they that because I mean I've had so many people who've told me uh, asked since I'm the Android guy so many people have asked me about their friends or their parents or whatever has some really crappy phone that's and they 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 have complaints about it because it just doesn't work as like like. You know these other high-end Android phones, which I've been saying for years. That's just I hate that. That's the biggest joke. The fact that they can just put these on crappy, crappy phones. They need to have some kind of minimum spec requirement to license out the OS. I agree with you fully, but I, and I hope they do it before they before they really shoot themselves in the foot. To this point, they have a great product. And it's all over the place, but. When your great product is all over the place and people are like, yeah, it's, it's, it's an inferior product, that's kind of the, the general consensus among more of the casual, moderate users. 
his Android is not as good because of all the problems. And that's what I've noticed. Yeah, but I mean, as I said, that's just like for the nerds. Like you know, we've we've had voice search for about a year and a half, about twelve, at right. least twelve to fifteen months before Siri. Yeah, came and out. if you don't like, we and if that. you don't like Siri, if Siri doesn't work right for you, you're stuck. You can't do anything with Android. There's so right. many different versions. People, there's so many different oh, versions I, that are great. Absolutely, that are actually work pretty good. I know, Stuart, you you use one that you like, don't you? I used to. Or you yeah. used to, yeah. Uh, I, I, Iris was good. Yeah, and there, I mean, which is Siri back, backwards. I mean, in the, I used to try to get Iris to say dirty things to me, and never would. <laughs> 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 but I mean, and I mean, there's the 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 big thing with with Android that I like is the fact that there there are different choices. You know, there there is HTC releasing a bunch and Samsung releasing a bunch and Motorola so that when the iPhone 4 came out the iPhone 4 was a single core processor phone am i correct right but uh, yeah and you know right after that came out you had all these android phones that were dual core coming out so you were you know as technology increases and and how many casual people would even know what you're talking about well some moderates, maybe, but that, but that's my point. Is is I agree that Android does all these things, but all of those things are geek friendly things. All all of the yes. things that Android does well are geek friendly, and I, I mean, and everything Apple does well is casual and moderate friendly. Yeah, well, they, that's they, they just they just they put a casual coating on it. Let's be clear. Right, the geeks get excited about some of that stuff too, but they they put a casual coating on top of it. That's all. Right. That's the, well, that's the major they, difference. They aim. Apple's aim is at casual, casual to moderate. Apple is with their with their with a lot of their with a lot of their look and the ability and the easiness to use all their products. They 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 have a very firm aim, a very set aim at the moderate casual market, and they do do a lot of great stuff. But like I said, like that is their aim, and Android has never had that aim. They just kind of like we're going to be the coolest, nerdiest tech geek stuff, which is fine. But once again, like my, like that's the core of my point, which we kind of beat a dead horse at this but point. I, but I, you, I really think Android. I think Google really. They've been rebranding Android a lot lately. They've changed the Android market to the Play Store, play books, play right. movies, play music, play games. You know that that kind of stuff to really be simple for the casual crowd they're and they're they're coming out with this tablet for 199 that's going to be top of the line it's going to work right it's going to you know 199 no contract nothing like that and i mean we know how well the kindle fire did it with that price point and i really think this is going to and with amazon backing it though i mean that is amazon is huge amazon is i mean in I don't. I don't know if they're gonna put Google on that, but even even I don't think the Google name for products is gonna be a support as well as an Amazon name. But if Microsoft's coming out right after this, I mean, the casual person is gonna grab a Microsoft more times than not. I just think the price factor is gonna be the the big key, and I don't think Microsoft can mm-hmm. compete price wise. And I really think Google they're they're putting this at a at a loss. I I know or. Asus and Google, they're putting this as a loss, but, but I think they're doing this because they want to show people how good, you know, with the right kind of hardware, with the right kind of, you know, how how well 
Android actually can work. And I really think that's that's what this tablet's all about is is showing how well the Android platform actually is because it's had all these crappy free phones or you know fifty or fifty dollar phones or stuff like that. I think this will be a huge. Change. No, you 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 heard you're right the first time. Fifty cent phone. <laughs> Well, actually, if you go, if you look at Amazon, Amazon's got a lot of good phones for like a penny when you do two years. Surprisingly enough, mm-hmm. I mean the the good phones like the Galaxy phones and stuff like that. But I, I really think this is going to be a a big change for Android personally. And I, I mean, I I like the I I like what I saw from the Microsoft Surface, but watching that and seeing all that stuff, and I'm just thinking. That's just going to be too expensive, you know. I, I haven't gotten a tablet or anything because I've heard about this, and you know, one ninety nine. I mean, I mean, uh, I could have gotten a Kindle Fire, but you know, I've been thinking about this, and not. I mean, not only can you have the the Android, uh, the Amazon Android stuff on the on you know on this Nexus, but you get the full Google, you know, Google uh, Play Store, which today right now has 600,000 apps. So, you know, there may not be as much as Apple, but they've really jumped and, you know, they've really stepped up and they're really getting a lot more support. I I've noticed that a lot in the last, you know, few months that there's a lot of support coming from coming for Android. So, but I, you know, like I said, I agree with a lot of the the the, the bad faults with uh, Android. I, my, my whole topic was about this tablet specifically. I really wasn't trying to get into a Apple versus Android <laughs> debate. <laughs> God, how, how how many does that make on this show? I, 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 I just want to talk about this tablet, honestly. But <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's one one huge debate for this show. So, and I guess any closing thoughts on this, anyone? It's gonna. It's Who gonna else work. is gonna buy Project Glass? Project what? Project Glass. They're uh, the uh, the Google gla- glasses. Dude, those Google glasses are literally like one step away from the actual movie Wally, where it's like right now, like seriously, go to a restaurant. And just look around, and at least half – maybe it's still in California. Maybe it's worse out here. Like half to two-thirds of the people are looking at their phone. There's a person right in front of them, and they're on Facebook. Now, I love Facebook, but can you imagine like you put your glasses on, and you're sitting there, and someone's talking to you. Or you're talking to someone who's got these glasses on, and they're actually checking their Facebook, but you think they're listening to you. You know what the that's scary a, thing I mean, is? That's going to be normal life. That's Wally right there. You know what there. the scary thing is, Jason? Mm-hmm. There's an huh. app where it – it makes your screen translucent, so you can you can be w- walking and see the stuff in front of you, so you don't bump into anything, but still be on your phone and still go to Facebook and Twitter and do all that stuff, and you can still be yeah. aware of people people driving down the road with these glasses on. I mean, people are going to be. This is going to be. I mean, it's it's bad enough. Like when I drive like late at night and I'm driving somewhere, you see that blue glow in the car, and you know I, I see it all the time. People play. Texting, checking Facebook while they're driving a vehicle. They're driving yeah. sixty miles an hour and there's thousands of uh, thousands of pound chunk of metal they're hurling down the road 
And uh, oh, gotta check Facebook. Google's got you like that status real quick. Google's got you covered. They're yeah. developing a car that drives itself. They have been for a while. Oh, of course. Oh, those are, those are, those have actually been around for a long time. It's just getting those on the road. Well, they they is the hard I think part. Arizona gave them gave them uh, uh, I think it was Arizona gave them the the clearance to, to actually test them on the roads, the actual roads and stuff like that. And the, figures Arizona did. They it. have had some. There have been some wrecks. I, I've I've heard, wow. but you know that's that's the thing that's actually happening and coming. From Google, so I just thought I'd throw that in. But no, those those glasses are going to be. I have no problem with with internet connectivity and community on the internet. I love all that stuff. Obviously, I mean that's how I know all three of you guys is from. You know, I mean I know we none of us. Well, I don't live near any of you guys. You guys actually kind of two of you guys live close, right? Larry and one and of me, you. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okies. But anyways, <laughs> but I mean like we all met each other uh, through like online community and not any you know, me whatever. That's great. I love that whole thing, but I mean this generation is getting a little warped with their inability to have a conversation with someone without checking Facebook. Um I mean I've yeah, taken I've taken my phone away from my kids. I've taken the iPod away. Like they have times when they're allowed to use it because I don't know, I see like some of their friends stuff. They're addicted to this thing. I don't know. It's crazy. Like, there's got to be there's got to be rules and regulations, and I see adults that are out of control with this stuff. You got those glasses onto it. I mean, it's just going to be that much more immersion into the digital world, which I don't think is bad when it's done correctly with restrictions. But yeah, anyway. I'm sure there'll be some kind of restriction when you're driving. There'll be something to where. Yeah, no one's gonna fall. Right? No, I'm I'm sure a, in no, the wait, actual no, device no, it won't allow a GPS it. in there. In there, if it if you know if, if you're going over a certain speed speed limit, it will turn. It may off. show like it may yeah. show maps, and, and that may be like the only thing. Three it shows. hours after that comes out, it'll be hacked, and there'll be a patch that you can <laughs> download onto your Android glasses, which have the ability to be rooted. But not the, whatever, but not the average everyday fine. people are going to do that, though. Wasn't that your point? Oh, earlier? they'll find Wasn't somebody to do earlier? it. Because there'll be a dude on Craigslist that charges 100 bucks. bring your glasses over here, I'll <laughs> put the patch on, guarantee. You and know then, it, just and then, and then I'll stab you and then run away. Yeah, because that happens too. Because you fed them on Craigslist. No, that would... I, I have no doubt there'll be people <laughs> rolling around and driving cars, and they'll be at work, and they'll have their, they, you know, they'll have like all these different glasses you can get, so it's hard to tell which ones are Google glasses, like the the disguise glasses. You'll wear them <laughs> at work, and I'm telling you, man, that's that's gonna happen, I guarantee it. Well, you know, it, stuff like that's already happening with phones, though. So, so yeah, just a, still not. But Larry, I I think you were gonna say something else about the tablet. Raspberry. I was just gonna say, um, yeah, I think uh, the tablet is going to destroy the uh, Kindle Fire. I mean, it's gonna make it obsolete, basically. At the same pricing with both marketplaces, it's gonna put a put a a real big hurt on because I'm pretty sure you'll probably be able to download an Amazon app on that thing because that's you you can you can download the Amazon app through the Google Play Store. So it's going to. Make the Kindle Fire obsolete. I think it's going, ugh. but I think that's going to make it really tough to compete. You know, to be competitive with the bigger tablets like the ten inches, uh, namely iPad and the Surface. So I, we'll see. I mean, we will see. Yeah. We'll see how it turns yeah. out. But man, 
fire is going to be done, I think, unless they can find some way to update well, it through like it and OS. Yeah, well, they're going to they're announcing a they're going to they're uh, it's rumored Amazon's going to announce a new Kindle tablet like pretty soon. That's going to come out end of July. That's that's the rumor. The I, th- I think one of the rumors is it's going to be like a 10 inch tablet. So I, I don't know. We'll 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 see about that. But as far as size goes, I I I think the seven inches is my dad has a seven inch Android tablet and that feels very cool. comfortable. The ten inch tablets are just I don't know they just seem a little too overwhelming and too big for you know. But right, and you know, well, seven yeah, tablet. seven is is a great portable size, but ten is a good like if you're gonna have like an at home use for it like if it's gonna be like replacing your laptop and then 10 inches is a great you know a great idea but no i agree seven inches is like the great portable size where you take it anywhere but it's still big enough you can do a lot yeah, of stuff because i mean if you if you got uh, yeah. if you got loose loose yeah. if you got jeans that aren't you know skinny jeans or whatnot i'm like i just got regular jeans i'm able to fit i was able to fit that seven inch tablet in in the pocket you know it's really it's too many jokes stop saying seven inch. i said tab um tablet I know, but you know, my dad has a seven-inch tablet. tablet. Yes, I'm making um, sure to say that tablet, <laughs> so you can't. Say. But Stuart, Stuart actually does wear skinny jeans. I've seen him on the video uh, where he was dancing with the skinny no, jeans. No, I'm just, on, so. I'm just, I'm, I'm just really fat and just, they're just, just really kidding. tight. You just wear the same pair that you had when you were in seventh grade. Yeah, that's it. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. I can still. Let's make fun of skinny jeans. I can still wear some clothes from the seventh grade. So, that's just because I'm short. <laughs> I've gone up like three shirt, shirt sizes since middle school. Yeah, I. So. Wow. This is just a really weird conversation. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to get deep on this. I just got really <laughs> fat, really fast. So when I was in sixth grade, I just got married, and then I just kept growing sideways when I got married. I, I blame my wife. <laughs> yeah, of course, because you don't have to trust anybody. You, I mean, you can give up. You don't have to. Oh, I'm married. What I do? When you're married, oh, no, I'm not. One, you can do whatever you want now. But, anyways, I don't gotta impress you. I already won you. <laughs> Alrighty. Um. <laughs> so I guess we can hit your last topic, uh, Jason. You mean the videos? Yeah, videos. Jason. <laughs> oh, I just want to make sure. No, I mean golf rat. Golf rat joined us. <laughs> yeah, we got a clear. <laughs> Confusion, oh, oh golf rat? Okay, yeah. So, um, fighting games are like, and shooters are the best games that exist. Okay, and then, <laughs> extremely difficult RPGs that no one ever wants to play that like persecute you for doing anything in the game are the best games in the world. Um, anyways, no, uh, it's like probably no one except for uh, Stuart and you guys get that joke. Um, no, I, it's not only really topic, I just want to say Captain America was the best person in Avengers. That's it. Okay. Debate time. One. Uh, All right. Lean back. Let, let, let. Why do you believe that, Fadio? Oh, you're using some kind of like cryptic uh, internet there. Oh, I'm sorry. It, is this better? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, Captain America, the leader of the Avengers. Um, in every way, shape. Well, okay. Here's the you you you've come out and said he's what the most boring character. He said the movie was like lame. Worse. I, I used I said lame. L A M E. 
lame, lame character. Lame. Okay, so yes. let's start with let's start with that because I think that's that's a core like area to start because because going from middle ground like you went like real deep with lame like he wasn't just like uninteresting he was actually like almost you should have removed him lame like that's what lame lame's like almost like he shouldn't have been in the movie like that's what it means to me like lame just means r- ridiculous bad so like, why well, do you I, think captain america was lame like what the reason i've always said i felt captain america was lame now for the movie i can understand look let me let me say it like this this will be a 30 second ex- explanation since when my recent researches into reading more comics and actually reading the Avengers more, I appreciate the need for Captain America. I appreciate that someone has to be level-headed, someone has to play about a book, and someone always has to be the voice of reason. That's the role that Captain America plays. Outside of the role that Captain America plays, he presents no interesting character arc, no development, no gravitas, nothing. He is completely boring. Um, that to to me, like there are other like Beast is as athletic as he is. You know what I mean? And as intelligent, Beast is more intelligent. Maybe not strategically on a war level. Um, also, I think for me, and this is my personal problem, and you guys, you guys won't understand this. Uh, like you won't, you won't empathize with me, but you may understand. He comes from an era in the in World War Two, like in the fifties. That's where he comes from. As an African-American, I don't appreciate that time in American history. I don't because my people suffer through a lot of things from the 50s through the 70s that are just horrific. And he represents those complete ideas. Even if you try to remove those from his persona, they are still there because they occurred during that time frame. Separate but equal was was right in like, like 1959. So you have to understand like when it comes down to that stuff – like, and I understand Captain America is different. You know, he served with Nick Fury's dad. I understand that. But still, when I look at him, I see that. So for all of those reasons, I don't like Captain America. I think he's lame. I think that his powers aren't really powers. He was ingested with the serum that made him super de super de doopity do whatever. You know, he's super strong, super fast. You know, he has super stamina. He can heal. Sweet. That's cool. Okay. But I've never seen him develop past who he is now. And that's the problem for me. All right. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to address Black History, the '50s, and all that because that can go into a conversation that we could have hours and hours of conversation about. Um, and that is something that you, that's a personal thing with you. So I'm not going to change your opinion on that anyway. So I'm going to put that aside. I'm going to address some of the other issues. Um, is he the voice of reason? Absolutely. I totally agree. He represents that role. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's take him out of the Avengers for a minute. They're not good guys at that point, almost. I mean, they're really, you have a genius who had a freak accident and had become a beast. You have an a-hole that knows how to, uh, happens to be a genius. And then you have <laughs> a god, an arrogant bastard of a god who, um, has a cool hammer that he swings around. And some shady-ass spy network, um, and, I mean... Then Hawkeye, who's a smartass. So, I mean, really, first of all, Captain America is the only good guy on the team, really. I'm the actually true, honest, good guy. When you look right. at that character and what he brings to as leadership qualities to the team, I mean, he can take this ragtag group of douchebags and all of a sudden he makes them an elite fighting team because 
just that little it, little ability, a little bit of charisma, a little bit of leadership, a little bit of knowledge. He's earned the respect of everybody there and can put that team from a bunch of individuals into a, a focused machine that can that can work as a team perfectly in, in this type of situation that is unimaginable in reality. This is the guy, you know, like I said, I'm putting certain things aside, but when you watch the original movie and the time period he was in and, what, and then you look at what he is now, this is the guy that jumps on the grenade and tells you to get away. This is the guy who laid out his life for his brother every single time. He is the one. He is the guy you want next to you on the lines. He is the guy that, I mean, I'm not even going to get biblical. No greater love than you lay down your life for your brother. That's this guy. That's who he is. Tony Stark's not going to do that. He'll try to find a way to remove it. To your point, I understand that. But as is every soldier who served in the the military. So Um, I I understand where you're coming from. Not every soldier's like that. I mean, let's let's just look at that Most of them are. Let's just look at that scene from the movie, though. How many of them did? Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, like to your point, and, and this, and I knew you were gonna bring this point up, and I was gonna wait till you bring it up to bring my my counter to it. Here's the thing, because he leads a team, like like Tony Tony Stark is actually changed. Like remember, now the Iron Man movies, he changed his life around to make the world for peace. So no, he's he's trying to be a good guy on his own. Yeah, he's a jerk. Yeah, but he's trying to do the right thing. Um, the Hulk is too busy being persecuted and chased to actually have a chance to sit down and make make a difference. That's the problem with him. Thor actually humbled himself, and yes, he he stayed here on Earth to protect, to help protect, well, also because he fell in love with the Earthling. But the point is, I am more impressed with the team that Cap leads than I am with Cap himself. And that's... Okay, but but what is it, it... But see, here's that's, but that's my point. If Cap wasn't leading it, this team wouldn't exist. No, but here's the thing. They are just, they are just as great without Cap. That's why they all can stand alone. Like, they are just as good without Cap. Like it may be Cap's idea to bring them together, but here's also the thing though. Here's also the thing though. Like Cap, like there there are other Avengers teams also that have that have arisen. You have the Mighty Avengers, you have the New Avengers, you have the Secret Avengers. There are other teams that have arisen as well. You have the Dark Avengers, which are Norman Osborns. But but right. just because just because Cap is appointed the lead and he's a lead, that doesn't. Like that does that doesn't make him any cooler. Like that doesn't make him. Like yes, like I said, his role is definitely important. But that that doesn't it that doesn't make him better. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't that doesn't improve his his stock in my eyes. He's filling a role. Okay, so. but he's filling. Okay, but here let me let me put it this way: the four main Avengers. Which one of them would be your best friend? The genius who has some serious anger issues. Once again, the arrogant uh, God that um, thinks he's better than you. And he thinks he's better than everybody there on a regular basis. Um, Tony Stark, uh, whatever, obviously not. Or the guy who's going to be there when you move. The guy who's going to be there when you need a friend, you need to borrow a truck. The guy who's going to always be there, always dependable, always accountable. That's the guy you want to be your friend. That's the guy you want to hang out with. That's the guy you want your daughter to marry. This guy is well, a hero in the in, of all of them. Just his personal just I'm just talking about his personal character. There's nobody more of a hero than Captain America. And and you know what? You know what? Hey, you know what? I'm not going to argue that point. 
that there's no one more of a hero because he is he is that heroic stature and a heroic figure. But here's my point. The reason I said he was the lamest guy in the movie is because he you was like, who's going to be your best friend? Who's going to be that person going to borrow your truck? He's too much like me. That's what makes him boring. He's too much mm. like the average person. He is not a, he is not interesting. As I mentioned, his his character doesn't change. His story, his his persona does not evolve. Nothing changes with him. The only thing that evolves is his understanding of the current day that he's in. That's the only thing that changes in his story. Can I can I That's can I jump in real quick? Yeah. You say he is you, he is the average person. I would think – I would really disagree. He's not the average person. He is what the average person probably thinks about themselves, you know, the, as, as the good qualities of themselves. But like they showed in the movie, no, no, he was the only one who jumped on that grenade. You know, he was the only – I mean, uh, and I agree with you. I thought Captain America – or I thought he was pretty boring and lame as far as, you know – because I really didn't know too much about him, but lately with all this Avengers cartoons and the the actual movie and stuff, I've learned a lot about Captain America, and I've really seen that you know he is a leader. I mean, he he really knows how to lead and help out, and you know I know it's kind of cheesy, but you know the being a leader is. I would probably maybe kind of say is would would be considered maybe a mutant power of his. You know if. Because it just seems like he's able to do a lot, bring people closer together, and and you know, because he, I mean, look at the movie where he was just giving orders to everyone and telling them where to go and what to do, and versus just everyone just going at it out, you know, going at it at once on their own and trying to fight and failing because they weren't working together. He's able to see that he's level-headed and. I think that I mean, he he is Captain America. I think he is what you know what what we like to think we are as far as being you know we are patriotic. We are Americans. We think you know we we put ourselves on a certain level because of we think we are Americans. But you know most of us aren't you know what we think we are. But he actually is, and he doesn't think he is that. Gr- he doesn't he doesn't think he is that you know, high of standards, but he really is that, you know, that great. That's just my little input. I'm just going to build off the same thought process that you just went through. Most of the people, I I think I know more Tony Starks in real life than I, I I don't know very many Steve Rogers. There's a couple, there's a couple Steve Rogers, but those guys stick out. When I meet someone who's got Steve Roger characteristics, a good guy, a nice guy. I mean, you, you say it's the average guy, but I mean, somebody who actually has that type of character is a rare. That's a rare find in my book. I, I meet a lot of arrogant people, I mean, a lot of cocky people. I mean, a lot of people with that are Bruce Bannerish with their their little secret um, issues that they're always trying to hide, and some insecurity. And I meet a lot of those people. It's rare that you meet someone confident, humble, helpful, caring. And willing to lay down their life for somebody they don't even know because it's the right thing to do. That's a rare, rare trait in this world. You find one good buddy like that, you have one good friend like that in your life, and you and you got something good. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's a common man by any stretch. I think Blue dropped out. I heard. Can't. Am I can't no, we can't hear. We can't oh. hear anything, Blue. Okay, hold on, hold on. 
Okay, Blue just said he agrees with us you and he's me? wrong. Oh, you got, yeah, you we, got I can hear you. I can hear you. You got me. Okay, I know I didn't say I was wrong. What I'm saying is that I'm going off of a movie. Before he took that serum, yes, he he thought about things strategically a different way, which is cool, which was indicated by the way he he got the flag off the pole. Um, but yes, he did fall on the grenade. He was brave. Yes, he was. Uh, but but as I as I've told you before, like like I, I belonging at to, to a fraternity, and I knowing that there are brothers out there who would do anything for another brother. I've, I know those type of people, and it's not as rare as you think. Uh, unfortunately, I think where you live, in, which is in California, like I'm, I'm kind of I, I, I am in the buckle of the Bible Belt. So I'm with you, and I don't know too many people like that. So I that kind of squashes I, your. I mean, I, no, it doesn't. But like, like I said, that's that's your experience. My experience is different. I do know people like that. And what I'm saying is that before he took that serum, he was the ever, ever average dude who got beat up, who got bullied, who didn't who didn't get the shot because he didn't look the part. But there was but something how many on the other inside were fight, that fighting that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's that thing inside of him. That's what it is. But, that but that how many have. people would have been well, corrupted the, the with the power once he got that power? Once they got that kind of power, how many people would have been corrupted with it? No, though? That, that's the thing. That that's an inference. That's an inference, though. Like you're you're inferring. You're thinking that 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 people would have been. Like uh, again, what I'm saying is that all of this, all of this might be true, and all and he might be different. But what makes him evolve over time? What makes him a more interesting character? Nothing. Nothing, y'all. Like he doesn't evolve. Let's just. Just call it what it is. Captain America is what he is, and that is all he'll ever be. And unfortunately for me, that doesn't make a compelling character. That's all I'm saying. Well, I think part of the issue, too, we have saw him evolve um, a little bit in his first movie. Not a lot, a little bit. In, this, in the Avengers movie, he evolved from being a guy uh, who was kind of getting pushed onto a team to evolving to the leader. But that was and that was once again a minor evolution. The next movie well, oh, that's coming out, the next he, movie that's coming out is you chopping in and out. I'm sorry. No, I was I was stopping because I hated to interrupt you. But I'm oh, saying okay. that he he was always planning to like like Nick Fury had planned for him to be that leader. He was like Nick, I, you know, because if you you know look at the look at the end of the clips at the movie, that was the plan for him to because you know he was written that way anyway in the comic books. He was a leader, like he was. Captain America was built to be that that um, the propaganda pusher uh, for the United States of America to go out there and sell those bonds and push up that war. That's what he was there for, and, and to get out in front of people and to kind of lead the government's voice and and to and to their opinion on the war and speak to the nation about it. That was his whole. That's how he was utilized. Before he finally went into the war and his friend Bucky got caught behind lines and enemy lines and he had to go get him like that's what he was built for that that developed into us. So, yes, he has that ability. He has. But uh, as I said, where else can where else does he go? Where next else does movie. his character go? Wait for the next movie when and he's alone. Yeah, that's what the whole no, next movie is based on. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I, I'm I'm reading all his comics now, which the movies have a pretty pretty strong foundation in the the various different comics. I'm telling you, for what I'm reading now, it doesn't go very far. That's all I'm saying. Like that's why he's not an interest. He's not. A, so you're, you're saying he'd be more interesting if he was more flawed. He's not flawed enough to be interesting. You're using kind of the Superman argument, right? 
Oh, no, it's, it's not. And people... this is what I'm telling because me and you have had this conversation before. There's always a conflict with the character. There's always a conflict. That's what that's what makes characters interesting. I'm saying his conflicts are not interesting, and he doesn't really have that many. That's that's what I'm telling you. His conflicts okay. are not interesting. And what, I, what I'm telling you is what, what I find interesting about him is he doesn't have those conflicts. He's not conflicted over should I be selfish or not. Of course he shouldn't be. He's not conflicted over uh, over these normal things that all of us deal with and all of his other characters deal with. He's like, we do the right thing because it's the right thing. He's the Boy Scout. He's, I mean, he's the guy that, I mean, and that's what's, that's what's interesting. Is the man out of some time. That's the big thing. Yeah, it doesn't struggle with that. Like, that's crazy. As I mentioned, as I mentioned before, like... As a, like his conflicts never ever change. Look, look like the man out of his own time is the one thing you can say about Cap and having to manage the personalities on the team. What else does he have? What else does he have? Every now and then he might have what some of his old enemies that that came up before he was frozen. Every now and then, and how they got there was mystical anyway because fifty or seventy years have passed. So, like that's that's all I'm saying. That's I'm gonna apply. I'm, saying, I'm like, gonna apply your same logic to Hulk. So he loses control of Hulk sometimes, and then Hulk breaks stuff. What else does he have? Oh, uh, you mean the the you mean other than the millions of people searching after him, or the millions of people sent to kill him and occupy uh, or take his blood and multiply and make clones off of him? Okay, or do so you mean the part where he actually you mean where he actually now in the most recent comics actually pushed Bruce Banner out of his own body, and now he's struggling to try to well, maintain Banner from if killing him? Follow, like, there are things. If you follow the history of the Hulk comic. They constantly come up with try to find new ideas to do something with them, and then it ends up burning out and not really working that well, and then they just reboot and just go a different direction because really there's one conflict. Um, there's two beings, basically two personalities in one being, and uh, he loses control of, of the, the Savage Hulk from time to time. Well, there's, also, really- there's also the misinterpretation that the world has toward him. And then, there, and then, and then there's – I mean there, there are more things from – the the Hulk is generally a more interesting character because there are more things because now you have Red Hulk and and of course you have Abomination you have all these different clones of him and all these different uh, copies of him that are that are out there and then you have different clashes then you had World War Hulk and then you had Planet Hulk I mean yeah, you have those all are all these ways of trying things. to figure out how to use Hulk and none of I mean Red Hulk's reviews are are in the crapper most. A lot of people don't like the Red Hulk. They don't like what they, and it's just, and that's just like a let's sell comic books. That's what they created Red Hulk for. It wasn't like a character development. It was like, um, oh. if, we, if we make a red one, we can sell more toys and more comics. Okay, and then they make a red one, and I don't know. I, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, every 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 comic every comic book character is recreated over and over again when you hand it off to a new writer and a new and a new artist. Like they're constantly being recreated anyway. But and that's why, not the and point. why are but they I'm, being recreated? Because the stories have, have gotten flat, they've run out of things to do, and they don't really know where they want to take this character. So they just start over with somebody new, and that's what they do. It's because it's the, there's really nothing to do with Hulk. That's why eventually they had to just send him off of the planet because they're like, if we just keep him around, eventually you know someone's going to call us incompetent or whatever because we can't just keep this beast around. So they send him away. That story didn't work, so they brought him back. It's just... I don't know. I, I, oh, I love the whole. I mean, it all worked Actually, actually I mean, they, they sent him away because he destroyed half of Las Vegas. Right. They finally, they, yeah, they finally yeah. had him destroy enough stuff where they gave, they gave him enough of a reason to get rid of him. But that was all just in order to spawn off this other comic book. Whatever. We're getting into, no, like, no. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's too nerdy. It's too nerdy. <laughs> but uh, but no, like like as as I mentioned, like I still think, like, and this is my final point. Like I still think Cap doesn't evolve, and I think that that does not lend to an interesting character, especially when you have people who have much more interesting things going on, like Iron Man and Thor and Hulk. And and even even I mean you know Scarlett Johansson like the Black Widow I don't know a lot about about Black Widow I know that she's been a double and a triple agent sometimes so I know that her story actually could have a lot of twists and turns it could and I know but there Hawkeye was no was development of that character in the movies um, no anyways. no no it wasn't no it wasn't but I I'm I'm just talking about I'm I'm I'm, I'm sprinkling in right, comic stuff well but yeah but but it could but it could but but it just sticking sticking plainly to the movies like I the Captain America movie to me. It just it didn't set the right tone for that character, and it really it really set my expectations really low for him in Avengers. So when I saw him in Avengers, I was thinking maybe I'm gonna be pleasantly surprised, but I wasn't. But the more I learn about Cap now, the more I start to like him. You know, reading the comics and things, and hopefully, hopefully the movies can infuse more of that comic nostalgia that um, that that is really needed uh, for Cap to really come to the forefront. But right now he's just he's just too. He, He's too stationary of a character. He doesn't move. Well, so. I'm going to say as my final point, he, the fact that he doesn't have to evolve and that he already is um, complete in so many ways is what, to me, is so intriguing about him. Is his personality. He is that complete hero. In a, in, a, in a world and in a universe, a Marvel universe, where we constantly have broken people, broken characters – constant conflict you have one thing that you know this person is going to be he's the rock he's the person that everyone can hold on to he's the one that you know he well not anymore he doesn't but anyways but when he was created right 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 that that was yeah the point the i I don't want to get political but anyways yes i know what you're saying but he is he is that hero he's he's the anti-anti-hero I mean, Marvel is full of anti-heroes, and I am a huge fan of anti-heroes. But mm-hmm. and, and to add to that point, one of the thing, if Robert Downey Jr. didn't make Iron Man, I could care less about this arrogant bastard who does nothing but drink alcohol, push people away, and have his little daddy issue crying sessions in his house. Okay, I don't give a crap about Tony Stark or Iron Man in any way, shape, or form. Robert Downey Jr. As a phenomenal mm-hmm. actor as he is, brought life to a, someone that I, I honestly have never liked Iron Man. I don't understand why people Me like either. him. He, he is, is a he's a prick. I mean, there's no other way yeah. to say it. He's a he's a, oh, he's a drunk prick. prick. He's, he, yeah, he's a and, drunk and, prick. And he's got the these womanizer. like teenage anxiety <laughs> issues that he deals with. Yeah. And I, I mean, but so once again, props to Robert Downey Jr. I mean, he made me fall fall in love with. Well, I'm in love with Robert Downey Jr. I'm not even in love with Tony Stark. Well, but. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. He basically was playing a, a version of himself, you know. Right, right, and that's why that's why it was right. so yeah. fitting. It's like Charlie Sheen playing Charlie just Sheen. Out of rehab. It's, it's a good. Well, Charlie mm-hmm. Sheen's still a douchebag, though. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s made a turn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, it's just out of. I mean, that like, it's just funny, like how many people are in love with Iron Man. I'm like, no, you're just in love with Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man's and still pretty. Yeah, and I tell everybody, you know, you know, RDJ is my favorite actor now. You know, he's yeah. a planet. Oh yeah, he's, he's my favorite actor now. And so, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I understand that. You know, completely. That is a great point. If no one, if Robert Downey didn't play him, um, and if and if and if Tony Stark was not portrayed so well on the big screen, I would not be a fan. Period. 
just would not be a fan. I'm I'm still not. I'm only a fan of Rob Down Jr. I I was hoping that Iron Man would die at the end of Civil War and not come back. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. So I uh, my biggest thing was I think Iron Man two was the worst out of all those movies. I don't think well, it was definitely bad, but I think Cap was worse. I I, I think really Cap did. was one of the best, in my opinion. And then that's that's why I disagree with you. I mean, and, and you know, you, you you're definitely free to have your opinion. Um, definitely, I just think I think some of the some of the efforts at comedy fell flat in Captain America, and I think that just that entire well, were you going into movie were you going into Captain America for comedy? Because I I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I just, I just said. I, no, I wasn't. I, ne- I didn't say I was. I said the attempts at comedy that did occur in there fell flat. And okay, that's, but that's, I, even though I said I wasn't going to go on this topic, <laughs> now I'm going to bring it up because I think it might apply differently. Do you have a personal set opinion about that generation, the World War II generation, that even no. going into that movie you took with you? No, 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 no. No, I didn't. Okay, I think, I'm just, I was I just think, curious. No, no, no. It's, it's a good question. The the big thing for me is that Captain America was so thematically, so thematically different from the other movies leading up. Most of the other movies leading up were all present day, and I know Cap's story. I know where he came from. I guess I just wasn't expecting or intending on that movie to stay all present day for. 93 percent of the movie like i was not expecting that and i guess that's just my fault and, and it's no problem because i think some of the other like the, the dude who played bucky did a fantastic job um what was the girl's name it wasn't betty was it i can't remember um um his 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 love interest did a fantastic she did a, yeah i thought so she did an amazing job as well and um who, um who was who was who was his general was Tommy it Tommy Lee Jones? Jones? Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones did a yeah. fantastic job, you know what I mean? And so it's like they had great people doing fantastic jobs. It just seemed like it it seemed like the movie because the character was made for it made in a different time for a different time, it seemed like the movie was actually made for people of a different time. I don't think I mean that's why I didn't appreciate it. And I'm not the only person because there are a few people that I've talked to in our podcast and circles that are like, nah man, I was not feeling that movie either. So to me, I think those are the points that I had an issue with. And you know what? Some people probably went in and and liked that. But for me, it was just too thematically different. It was it was Peggy Carter, by the way. Was it Peggy? Yeah. Okay. Darn it. I, just, I was thinking Betty. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking Betty. I just man. pulled up my super that's, secret that's website cool. that no one else knows how to use <laughs> and looked it up. Um, but because, no, I, I, you know, it, just out of just like that, you, you bring up a good point about that, that generation. Because when I think of the 50s, the four or the forties, I mean, in the World War Two generation, I think of like the greatest generation because you know, you look at like the stats of the war and how many people signed up and went, and that it was a different mentality back then. And yeah. being a white person, I, I don't think mm-hmm. about the other aspects directly because my grandfather was in World War Two. He was out there he fighting, too. and he's got my he's got tons of stories. And okay, so they see there you go. But mine didn't have to deal with what yours probably did. Um, no, on multiple sides of it. So I, I, am gonna have a different perspective. So that's why I was curious if you brought that into the movie. But that's good that you didn't. Anyways, yeah. I mean, I. I but I think Chris Evans made a huge jump from the human. That's story, what I was about to say. Was I? That's what the, the one thing that worried me the most was him being, you know, him he seeing him as the Human Torch, which he was, he was, you know, he was all, pretty good in it, but. 
not I'm not saying the movies were good. I'm just saying he was good at that role. And yeah, him in as Captain America, Steve Rogers, totally caught me oh, surprise. He, I, I was, you know, it was pretty quick after sitting down to watch it where I was like, okay, he is Captain America. I can't see anyone else being Captain America. But yeah, alrighty. <laughs> I think we, yeah, we lost Larry again. Uh huh. That's probably good because we probably just rehashed the same thing again. But yeah, I, I don't know. I everyone I've heard really, for the most part, has really liked Captain America. I I actually can see why somebody wouldn't like him. It makes sense, but not they're not right. But it makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) But it's yeah. My big issue was trying to watch Iron Man two again. It's just it's it's rough. It's so rough for me. You know it is. Well, it, it is. It was a, but, I think the edit was even bad on that movie. The writing was kind of crappy. The edit was weird. It just didn't flow. The whole movie did not flow right. It it to me it went it went away from the relationships that kind of propelled like the relationship between him and uh Pep uh Pepper. Uh, Pepper Potts, like that to me, that kind of that kind of pushed the first movie forward, and they kind of got away from it, and the second one, and you know they they went so much now. Now keep in mind, I love Mickey Rourke in this movie though. Oh, I, I, I couldn't I, stand I, I him awesome. as the as the role. I just I don't know. I just didn't like it. I I, I don't know. I think he, he played a convincing, brilliant. Yet maybe it was just the writing villain. was like bad he, for his character. It. it Possibly, but I mean, he acted his tail off. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I really think he acted his tail off. I have, a, I have a huge appreciation for him. But yeah, I, I think, I think that they just the, the writing in this movie was too much. It was too much. The relationship it shifted a lot from from Stark onto Rourke, and they should, they should have kept it between Stark and Potts and Stark trying to handle and, everything. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, and, and trying to keep learning more about his father and more about Shield and stuff like that. Like the, well, the, the biggest yeah. problem is John Favreau. He really didn't want to do do it, and you can totally see he really didn't want to direct Iron Man two. Okay, let's just stop right there with John Favreau. Have you guys looked at his um, the movies he did before Iron Man? I, I still don't understand. I mean, I like I like John Favreau. I like some of the stuff he's done. Um, but he's never done a big action movie, and in my opinion, I don't. I still don't think he has, um, because I think the action in Iron Man one and two was so lack, just just lackluster. I mean, it was just, just the way everything. The, the fight scenes were very yeah. minimal, and and it's just like I mean, the fight scene at the end of two was like um, we ran out of money for the budget. We got ten bucks left. Well, let's just blow everything up in one shot. Boom, done. Okay, let's move on. Right. Like, that's what it felt like, even though you know they had money, obviously. But um, well, uh, he, just, he he did do Daredevil. Oh God, that that, that strengthens uh, that strengthens our argument. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he, yeah, he's done what well, even even after I mean, he's done Zookeeper, uh, Couples Retreat, uh, I Love You Man, which was a good movie, but I mean it's not there's no action. Four Christmases. I mean it's just the breakup. Okay, he basically has every Vaughn movie there is. Um, but I mean, this is my point. Like, you look at some of the stuff he's done. It's just like you know, he did Elf, and he did um, what was the other one he did? Like some weird. Well, you, other were, movie. you were saying yeah, I, I love you, man, and a couple of that stuff. He didn't direct those though. He was just actors in those. If you look at the actual stuff he's directing. Oh, did I click on? Oh, I thought I clicked on. No, director. he's my only. I he hasn't d- really. I clicked on filmography. Yeah, he. Re- if you look, he really hasn't even yeah, directed that's, that I, much. I did the same thing. 
Oh yeah, okay. Zookeeper, Couples Retreat. Wait, Zathura. That that was an action movie. That's the one I was thinking. That of. was that was good. I like that one. Um, I did too. No, I like. Was that the Jumanji? Yeah. It was good. Kids. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was Jumanji in space. In space. Yep. I liked it. I enjoyed it, man. It was. But good. that's a look at before Iron Man. He did Zathura. That's really what he did. I mean, that was. I mean, obviously he's right. he was an actor for a while. Back to Swingers and all that, and uh, you know, enjoyed him and that stuff, but. <laughs> he did Iron Man and Iron Man Two. If and you really look at it, Cowboys and Aliens. Uh, uh, it was the biggest piece of poop I've seen in a while. I agree. That was bad. And I'm a fan of both Cowboys and Aliens. Um, <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, if you're gonna do a movie Harrison I, Ford, I, and it's really bad. That's kind of. <laughs> yeah, no joke. I mean, I think <laughs> when people critically watch Iron Man One, which most people are like, "Oh, that was, that was one of my favorites." When they critically watch it, they realize that there was an actor who was really good in a movie that wasn't very good at all. Now there was some good scenes, but they, I mean, you put Robert Downey Jr. in his little workbench area and he's in there for like, probably like 20, 30 minutes of the movie talking to a computer. Um, and those scenes are fantastic because it's Robert Downey Jr. Uh, it's him being him. It's him just being fantastic. The actual movie, the storyline, the final battle scene is just, Real cliche, very bland, and then this happened earlier Iron in Man the movie. 2, I think, right? I think, I think, I think Iron Man Two, John Favreau just got exposed as what he really is is a a good guy who has some really good friends in Hollywood, um, but he's not a great director by any stretch. I mean, and once again, looking over this movie list, um, there's no proof to show me otherwise because uh, I mean, Iron Man is the only movie that was really. I mean, Elf is fun to watch at Christmas time. My wife likes it, uh, but <laughs> that's it. Cowboys and Aliens sucked. Iron Man 2 wasn't good. Zathura was a good kids movie, I guess. But props to him just... for not directing it into the third one, but still coming on as Happy Hogan. Okay. <laughs> I just hope Happy Hogan's role is a little smaller than Iron Man 2. Yeah, well, it's a small Charlie role, but that's still, that's still, you know, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it shows that, it shows that he's got class. That's good. That and there, there was that in the, in in the second Iron Man. There was that. It was a pretty hilarious scene, I thought, where he was trying so hard to fight that one dude, and here comes you know uh, Scarlett Johansson's character, just you know, just takes out everyone else, and then he finally gets the dude. And I, th- I just thought that was hilarious. That was probably one of the funniest parts. Well, I thought it was hilarious, but I didn't really care about him that much. <laughs> yeah, that's saying. not who we were watching. <laughs> my my girl, my girl is kicking some ass. That's all I know. I'm just saying. But anyways, um, no, it's just I think I, I'm really glad he's not involved with directing going forward because anyway, I, I I think a lot of people overlooked the fact that those movies weren't that good. Neither one of them, honestly. But there was aspects that were really good about the first one. They told. I mean, that was one of the better origin stories. Um, and this is coming from someone that really despises origin stories for the most part. Um, in fact, I think Marvel's done really good with a lot of the origin stories. Redoing um, the Hulk was really good. Captain America, we'll leave that alone. Um, but you know, the Iron Man, even even Thor was decent. Thor was kind of boring. But yes, sadly no. they don't have the right to Spider Man. Uh-uh. Sadly. Yeah, but but this one looks pretty good though. Uh-uh, I can't lie. Spider Man, I don't. I do not like this lizard. I'm just telling yeah, you. Yeah, right it now. looks. Uh, I don't know. 
the more pictures I see, the worse this. It, it looks like looks like Croc from um, Killer Croc from, from Batman. Batman Arkham exactly. Style. Yeah, he does. does. Had a baby, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, I don't know. I mean, but you know, sometimes you see something out of context like that, and you look at it, you look at it closely, you're like, hey, it doesn't look real. It looks kind of dumb. And then you watch the movie, and you don't even notice that. It just looks like badass or badassery. Yeah. I'm, big, I'm like, still gonna go see it day one. Yeah, I'll see it. I'll see it week one. Probably see it that weekend. I'm not gonna take off work or anything. But um, because you know I only have weekends off right now. But I'll go see it. I'll go see it. What is it? Week from this weekend, right? Yeah, it actually weekend. comes out yeah. on uh, Tuesday or yeah, yeah, July yeah the third. Yeah. 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 Okay, so it comes so, out in like yeah, six days. Six yeah. Days. So in two weeks, I'll be back on your show talking about Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, you guys. Twisted my arm. I'll be back. Anyways, um, <laughs> but you know, Dark Knight. Uh, yeah, midnight showing. Perfect seats. I'll be there for hours waiting, taking day off work for this. Or I'm actually I'm switching the shift, but I will be there day one. That's in like three weeks or four weeks or whatever. Yeah, that's gonna be good stuff right there. Yeah, but I don't know what you got on like movies of summer. Yeah, so anyways, um, I guess that was the big debate. That was the last big debate of the show. <laughs> and boy, did that... Y'all know, y'all know when y'all get me on, I'm a debate. I mean, that's what well, I that, do. That's why we <laughs> asked you. We I wanted do. this debate. We wanted this to happen. But anyways, um, I guess I guess we can close the show out. Um, real quick, I'll remind people, be sure to check, our, uh, check out our website for all the links to the articles we talk about if there are you know links related to them like we i have an, the nexus tablet or the team fortress 2 show or a couple other stuff we, there's going to be links for that check that out um and also in the post are the ways to you know leave us feedback the voicemail which is one three four seven four three three five three eight nine that's one three four seven geek ftw um, the email is thegeeksftw at gmail.com. We are the Geeks FTW on Twitter and Facebook. You can just search Geeks FTW. We'll be, you know, we'll. I think we're. The, I don't think you'll have a hard time finding us on, on that. Um, we did record some. We we do have bonus content for our app, which you can find on the Amazon App Store or the iPhone uh, or the iOS Store in the Podcast Box app. Um, and when you, when you look up on Amazon, for some strange reason, put a space in between Geeks and FTW. Yeah. Otherwise, you will not find the it. space Geeks space FTW for. Um, I'm 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 emailing the I'm emailing and trying to get that changed to where, because yeah, if you search Geeks FTW or the Geeks FTW or any way that we normally spell it, you really won't find it. But the space Geeks space FTW. Um and I'll probably Wait, so I have to write out space like S-P-A-C. no 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 just yes yes no oh okay yeah I'll I'll probably just put a put a link to it on in the show notes too so people can just click the link to that so it's kind of like it's kind of like Angry Birds space this is Geeks of the Wind space right am I yeah. am I not getting it exactly yeah, that's, that's that's exactly, exactly it. it that's exactly yep we should do a space <laughs> yep. episode. I mean, you guys should, and then I should come on that show. <laughs> you mean where we record from space? Okay, I'm in. 
<laughs> Anyways, we there, there's going to be probably probably a good amount of bonus content this week because we had a lot of pre 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 talk discussions and we did talk about some other Marvel related stuff. So it'll definitely be good. And the app's only a dollar ninety nine, and the app really you know the, the the app you can just one click to call the voicemail, one click to email, one click to a lot of stuff. And the fact that it comes with bonus content, I, I, you know, Stuart, I, I've bought it multiple times. So, I bought it for my iPod Touch back when I actually used that thing. Um, I don't even know where the hell that is, but and I have it for my Android. Um, but I guess. Oh, and speaking, but speaking of Amazon, real quick, be sure to go to thegeeksftw.com and click on our. Uh, Click on our Amazon banner if you're going to be buying stuff from Amazon. That definitely helps us, and, you know, it, it, every little bit helps. So all you got to do is just click on the banner and then shop how you normally would, and you're supporting supporting us. So, But that and the app, best ways to help support us. Like, like we always say, we're never going to just put a donate button on our site and ask people for you know just ask for people to give us money or whatever we're we want to we want to provide content we want to you know basically give you something if you're gonna you guys should do it now that you said you were not gonna do it you guys always say you're not going to then you should just do it (laughs) be like we lied give us money well, I mean, if anybody like, wants to like, give you money, PayPal at PoeticSoul44 at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. But. Now I'm giving you money. All right, I'm logging out <laughs> right now. I'll show you. Wait a minute. Darn it. No, but anyways. Um, to end. Let me give you just enough for, to cover the fee so you don't get anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, um, I guess it's time for shout-outs. Um, Larry, shout-outs? Uh, man, shout-outs to you guys for having me on, putting up with all of my connection issues. Uh, shout-outs to Fadios for putting up a good debate. He always does. Um, and man, shout-outs to all, everyone listening to like Prove Your Point stuff. As you could tell, because I was on my computer and now I'm back on my phone, my computer isn't working very well. That's why I haven't been able to do a show. So uh, keep listening. Uh, we'll try to get one out soon. And uh, shout-outs to Jimmy, a.k.a. the Ace Black. You know, we can't have Fadios put him down. And uh, shout-outs to Golf Rat, since uh, he got <laughs> mentioned in the show earlier. That's it. <laughs> All righty. And we did have Ace on last last week, so he had his time against Fadios as well. Um, <laughs> he was pretty quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess Jason, also known as Fadios, not Golf Fadios. Not golf, Brad. That's correct. Um, well, of course, shout out to you guys for having me on. Let me continue to invade your show whenever I feel like it. Uh, it's nice to have a, um, a empty seat to jump into whenever I feel like talking too much. Um, and it's always a pleasure to, you know, be able to, to take over your show. Uh, and a shout out to Blue. You know, like I said earlier, somewhere in either in the pre-show, the bonus content, or the show, or maybe not. But somewhere I said, you know, he and I have been started podcasting together a little over three years ago. And, uh, you know, we don't get to podcast as much anymore, obviously. But it's always fun getting together and getting to uh, uh, jab a little bit and uh, find a couple of things to agree upon, which surprised both of us. Um, 
And then, of course, shout out to the Ace Black Fadios. Um, <laughs> hey, man, I just, I just look forward to the day that, you know, puberty kicks in and, you know, he, he gets his last couple inches and he becomes <laughs> a real man. Um, anyways, um, and then shout out to my wife who's in Africa right now trying to uh, atone for all the horrible white crimes that we've committed against. I'm just kidding. No, she's out there. Um, <laughs> I should have bring that Stop up man. again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're going all the way back to like like the slavery days, and she's trying to atone for all that. But uh, no, um, no, we have our uh, – she does um, – she got to go this year. I didn't get to go, but um, – our church has a whole uh, village that we've adopted, basically, and she's out there uh, visiting with them and and uh, helping rebuild some of their houses and doing a VBS and all kinds of stuff. She's been out there for uh, a little over a week. She's coming back Sunday, and the laundry's piling up. So I'm waiting for her to get so here. So basically, your uh, wife is a better yeah. person than all of us combined. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, she's like three Captain Americas. Yeah, but luckily she had, I mean, she comes back Sunday night and then she has Monday off because I mean, seriously, like the sinks full of dishes, like I, I need clothes for work. Um, Probably pizza the, boxes I mean, everywhere. Clothes all over. There's pizza boxes. There's Dorito bags, Oreo bags. I mean, that, that cheese in a can, there's like four of those just sitting on the ground. Uh, I got lightsabers laying around my Captain America cardboard cutout sitting next to the TV. I kind of redecorated while she was gone. Um, yeah, she's got she's got some work now. Of course, I'm kidding, um, but uh, no, I she's there. She's doing some awesome stuff. So um, even though no one on this show probably cares or no one listening, I'm still gonna give her a shout out. and She'll never know about it. But I'm kind of like Captain America that way. So um, you know, just a good guy that everybody would want to be, and that's why he's so great. So shout out to Captain America, and that's it for me. <laughs> oh wait, I have one more, but I'm gonna withhold it. Later. <laughs> Alrighty, um, I guess Stewart shout out. Well, after that long-winded shout out, uh, shout out to uh, Blue and Fadios uh, for 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 uh, joining us tonight. Uh, shout out to the one person who joined us in the chat for a while. I forget your name. You you weren't a name that I actually recognized. Wow. So you really mean a lot to the show. They don't even remember your name. Hey, I didn't, I don't have the chat open because random fan of us popular. We're so yes. popular we're person who listened to us work out the technical uh, difficulties for the show. Uh, shout out to the people who keep putting their heads in my sights on battlefield. And, um, please keep an eye on the geeks for the win. Twitter to find out when we do our live shows because we're doing three now. Three what? So, three live shows. What are they? We've got this one, and I recommend. That's, that is that is now its own show. And when I get back from vacation, we will be, we will be doing a live game night. Don't know the, the night yet, but that will be live. It's streaming. PC, though. Right and yes, yeah. At first, and until I can buy a new hap hog. Awesome. So that's it. Yes. Alrighty. Uh, oh God, I just clicked the link. Fadios put in the chat. <laughs> wow. Um, Sorry, there's a woot off today. I'm really excited. <laughs> anyways, um, 
definitely shout outs to you, Jason, and you, Larry, for coming on the show. Um, always, always, you you two are always welcome whenever you want. Um, I guess shout outs to Harold. Hope he's having a good time uh, with his daughter and having fun and relaxing. I've seen him on Xbox Live and stuff, and not sure exactly when he'll yeah, come back I've on. Seen- so. I've seen him, him and and his daughter pop pop up at the at the same same time. So they are they are gaming together. Yeah. Well, wait. You have his daughter as a friend. I do. Okay then. Um. Yeah. He he was he was the one that that was that said it was okay. Okay. That. Uh, he he told her, "Hey, you should you should fr- you should fr- friend this guy. He's okay." Yeah, but th- and and right. then another time he was trying to set you up with some someone from Florida too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anyways, um, definitely shout outs to him. Shout outs um, to like like uh, Stuart was saying, our new podcast. I recommend it has its own feed. It's on Twitter or not Twitter. It, um, we tweet about it, but it's on. Uh, it's now on iTunes and. We're trying to get it on Stitcher and all those other places. We just have to wait for them to put it on. But it's on Stitcher or it's on uh, iTunes, and the RSS feed is thegeeksftw.com slash capital I, and then recommend. For some reason, it has to be a capital I, or it doesn't work right. I don't know, but just you know, our website slash I recommend, and that. That that'll work as the RSS feed to it. Um, it's going to be a twice a month show, um, and basically it's just a Netflix recommendation podcast where Stuart and I, for the most part, um, just gonna rec- just gonna pick something like we do, like we did on the I recommend segment, and that's on Netflix, and we discuss them, we watch them, and discuss them. So. I know tons of people have, you know, tons of people have Netflix, so why not have a podcast where we recommend you watch certain things on Netflix cuz I know it t- I know for for I know for uh personal myself, I just spend so much time trying to find stuff on Netflix, going through it and and like I've said, it's kind of overwhelming. It all the stuff that's on there trying to weed through some of the garden a lot of there's a lot of bad stuff on there there quite a bunch of bad stuff but there are some really good stuff and for the most part we're gonna we're gonna show we're gonna we're gonna show uh recommend the good stuff so definitely check that out yes um also shout outs to let's see oh definitely shout shout outs to minecraft i've been I've just been addicted to that. That's been my new background game. Whenever I'm listening to podcast, or I'll be be playing Minecraft, or be playing Minecraft while I'm have my laptop watching Netflix or watching something else. And I've just been I I've I've been converted to a Minecraft player. I know how great it is now. Before I had no clue what yes what, what you know. Are you playing on Xbox or are you playing on the Xbox? Computer? Oh yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and we're Stuart and I have already started a world, and we're building our geek tower. If 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 any true fans, if any hardcore fans remember back to that episode, I can't even remember what episode it was, but we were t- 
talking about building a huge... It's 42. 42. <laughs> 42. <laughs> Why not? 42. Um, if it really is 42, how awesome am I? <laughs> Anyways. No, it was, it was more recent than yeah. that. Yeah, it was uh, 72. <laughs> Wait, what number is it? <laughs> this is 97. 97. Yeah, 72. That was right. That's what I meant. Yeah. Maybe it's 84. It's 42 times 2. Maybe, but... Um, De- definitely, it's bad. definitely been fun, and it's it's a great, it's a great game. Like I said, to just something to do while you're listening to podcast or while you're watching Netflix or something else mindless, something mindless you can do, and it's or something else. <laughs> but anyways, um, and hopefully, hopefully we'll have some videos of, on that on what Stuart and I are creating in Minecraft. I'll, 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 I'm, I'm the one who's going to be having to do that. So, so we'll, we'll, that'll be probably maybe what Stuart, a couple weeks from now, like a week or week and a half after your vacation. So I don't know. Let me, uh, okay. But anyways, um, (laughs) and I guess just if anyone wants to be on the show next week, let me know. Cause Stuart is going to be on vacation. So, I don't know if Harold will yes, be back, will be so it might just be me as far as the the hosts go. So, if anyone wants to guest, let me know. Hit me up. And I guess that's it. With you know, I guess with that, this has been episode ninety-seven of the Geeks for the Wind podcast, and we will see you next week. The show. Happy Tau Day. What are you guys doing for a hundred? <laughs> I have no idea. We uh, something. something. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Geeks for the Win podcast, but we also have some other great shows for you in the Open Form Radio Network. Now, if you would like to increase your geek quotient, check out Truthfully Geeking. Uh, however, if you're looking to decrease that quotient by a factor of about four, then check out the Fresh Breeze in podcasting that is Open Form Radio. If you want to listen to the end on some drunken goodness, check out the 40cast. For the best debate podcast around, check out Prove Your Point. To discover the collaboration of music and gaming, check out Section Z Podcast, Two Passions, One Mic. And for the Knox Broadcast family of shows, we have the Downloadable Brothers, Love and Learning, What Does God Say, and the Family Cast. And if you're interested in games, check out Guide Button, Opaform Radio's official gaming-only podcast. And for all you Game of Thrones fans out there, I implore you, check out Watching the Iron Throne, because one is coming. For all movie reviews... Check out Lamar's Movie Palace through our website, and if you need to add some friends to your friend gaming list, check out the Gamer Information Spreadsheet. Everybody, thanks again for listening. Stay open. Stay open.